Hello, hello, this is Jonathan and you're listening to the Johnny Talks Podcast, the place where we help you achieve your financial goals. This episode was recorded live at the NIFI podcasting stage at FinCon in Washington, D.C. NIFI stands for National Endowment for Financial Education. And I wanted to thank NIFI so much for uh, sponsoring this live podcasting opportunity. In today's episode, we will speak to Eric from the mastermindwithin.com and uh, we will uh, discuss the idea behind his blog, The Mastermind Within, what it is about, how it applies to you and your finances. But not only finances, because uh, Eric takes actually a holistic approach and he has actually a few funny examples to uh, (laughs) illustrate that fact. We will then move on to his personal finance tips for us. And as you will see, some are conventional that you may have heard before and some are less conventional. So this is uh, what makes Eric's uh, interview interesting because we touch uh, upon topics such as house hacking, hockey stick graph um, investments such as cryptocurrencies, for example. Of course, not everything he says uh, might be applicable to you uh, in your country or with regards to your uh, risk tolerance level, meaning the risk you're willing to take but that still will let you sleep at night. But nevertheless, and this is why I also do this podcast, is to to present you with more perspectives and to uh, hear different stories than what I usually do. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And without further ado, here we go. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is uh, the Jonathan from the Johnny Talks podcast. I'm here with Eric from the Mastermind Within. We're live actually from uh, the FinCon Expo 2019 in Washington, D.C., and I'm also filming it as we speak. Anyway, so I'm here with Eric, and uh, the point of having Eric is to share perspectives on the um, on the video and on the podcast, uh, because uh, this is the purpose of the podcast, to ha- have several guests, several interviews, and also have offer new perspectives. So uh, Eric, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much for letting me come and share my thoughts with with your audience. So I'm Eric, I'm 27, living in Minnesota. I've been blogging a couple years now about personal finance and self-improvement at The Mastermind Within. I just launched a new curation website called Personal Finance Blogs and I'm just super passionate about helping others um, reach their goals and Help, helping them just you know live the life that they deserve and want to, to live. Yeah, that's very cool. I, I like that perspective, and um, I, I met Eric through the um, through our Facebook group that we have with FinCon uh, FinConners or Money Nerds, <laughs> depending on how you call them. So we met through, we connected, and um, yeah, he's a interesting guy and uh, very very nice. And okay, we get along quite well. I met him like two days ago, and. Um, uh, what is interesting is the the name of his website, the Mastermind Within, um, because we are here at FinCon talking about money. But and my blog, for example, is called or the podcast is even JohnnyTalks.com, talking with a focus on money. And there's many other bloggers here, many other podcasters, YouTubers, with, for example, uh, yeah, money, debt, savings in their in their brand name. However, Eric has a different approach. His name is the, I mean, his brand is The Mastermind Within. And that's what I wanted to dig into uh, today, actually. So um, why not something related to money in your in your brand name? Why The Mastermind Within? Hmm? Yeah. 
so why the mastermind within it's it's kind of along the lines of that everyone is the master of their own life mm -hmm. and everyone is able to create okay so this is my opinion uh, other people might not agree with this but i believe that everyone can create the life that they want we are here to hear your opinion eric yeah <laughs> well yeah well some people you know some there's the victim mentality we aren't going to get into that but you know the uh that's kind of the concept that you you have you are the master of your life there's a mastermind within you that you can tap into through personal development and through just intentional living is, is essentially what it is it's what's what's your goals what steps are you going to take to get to your goals and then taking those steps mm -hmm. and then getting to your goals i mean it's kind of a simple process there but that's that's kind of what it comes down to and yeah. it's just and and i guess maybe where i'm i'm kind of interesting or i'm weird is that like i i really we dive like, into we're the like details. Weird people i am weird you're weird <laughs> yeah. There's like 2,500 weird people here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just diving into the details. So I yeah. talk about that too. It's just not being afraid to turn over every stone and to just j just go after your goals yeah. relentlessly and uh, and get, in get into what you want. Okay. And, and do you have a, a special path or like, for example, what is a, what type of goals are you talking about? For example, be financially free, travel around the world, uh, being able to provide for your family or be more present with your family what type of goals are we looking at yeah it can really be any of the goals that you just mentioned and i really like uh, this question's really good because it makes me focus on, on on providing a better answer for sure so um financial freedom is something that i believe everyone wants subconsciously they yeah. don't want like working is great and you know being productive is is what makes the world go round. Yeah. However, having the freedom to do what you want with your time, and then, I mean, that's that's what financial freedom is, and I think everyone subconsciously wants that, whether they whether they know it or not. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's part of my message: is how can you align your finances, your both your income and spending habits, with how you want your life to look. And then, uh -huh. you know, how, how do you also invest so that you're meeting your, your longer term goals as well? So talk a little bit about that. Talk yeah. about debt pay down. Yeah, now we're getting into the, the, the finance, what, what brings us all here. So that's good. So any, uh, but is it, is your website, The Mastermind Within, only linked to, to getting to your goals with finances? Or do you also go through other uh, aspects of life? Because there's health, there's relationships yeah for their other years so. yeah I think uh, as time has went on I've, I've looked to incorporate those other things um, so, something that I'm passionate about and something that I've kind of gone down is more this overall life mastery yeah. kind of perspective of you could be the richest person in the world but if you're 500 pounds and you can't walk what good is it well, likewise you could be, you could have the most ridiculous six-pack and <laughs> you could be super socially awkward and you know is that a fulfilling life I don't know or I like or likewise you know there, there's so many different combinations of, of those things um, ultimately it, it depends on what you are happy with you know what it's it's kind of like what's your ideal life that's part of the goals but in my opinion being well-rounded in all those areas like you're saying wealth health relationships relationships all those things are really important and as you start to cultivate new relationships as you get in shape as you improve with your money 
at least in my experience, it's just been, it's kind of been eye-opening for my confidence and what I've, you know, just how I go about life now. Now that I'm in shape, I can go and do stuff. I can feel good about my body. I can eat junk once in a while and not like of course, of not, course, and not feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. With money now that I have a, a good savings amount and investments, now I can say, okay, well maybe now I'll splurge on something, or maybe I can, you know, go on a trip that I wanted to and, and enjoy life with my family or friends. Awesome. And I hear something in your uh, in your speech that I can hear transformation or um, an evolution. So, what kicked this? Yeah, what kicked this uh, change for you? Because you say I'm fit right now, etc. Were you not fit before, <laughs> or not managing your money responsibly, or was there? What was the switching point, for example? So, see, you might laugh here, but <laughs> of course it was it was a girl at some point. I got got broken up with the college, and I was like, okay, I got to hit the gym. I got I got to I got to get find back a new with one. her. <laughs> yeah. No, but that, I mean that kind of that kind of where it started where. In college, it was a breakup, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Okay, I need to, you know, kind of get myself going because um, I was kind of just going with this girl. I thought it was really good, and then, I mean, when and maybe you've been in the situation as well, but you know, you get in a situation where things aren't as they seem, and then you get broken up with, and then I was crushed, and I'm like, that's not, that's not how I should live my life. I shouldn't like, you know, become." really sad yeah, from it, something it, I can't it often control. happened that you yeah. I mean you, you are at the low point and you, 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 you it's easy to, to, to drag into it and then the re a realization point comes at and then you you like you wake up but I don't know it, it, it can it often happens in a low point I mean uh, I've been a bit unsuccessful in my studies so, uh, I studied economics and uh, management and um, I was not the best performing student, but at some point I'm like, oh, come on, what am I doing? Let's. Uh, it, it happened to me too, but it, it was more the studies, not the lady. But uh, yeah, I've been also in my career like uh, having a few low points uh, to myself, and that's usually when somehow at some point a, a kicker happens. Yeah, and then I think just a little bit more generally in terms of motivation, um, one of the people I look up to is my dad, and he's been successful in his career. Okay. And early on in his career, he was able to get promoted, work his way up at a company and provide the opportunity for my mom to stay home yeah. with me and my sisters. So looking at that, that's really motivated me in my career and my personal development to try and create a situation financially for my future family. And that, so that's kind of the internal motivation. And then I think that I, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but I'm someone who like is relentless. I, I'll, uh, I'll keep yeah. going and going and going until I, yeah, we'll, I get to we'll where I'm We'll get back at, to that so. uh, a bit later. Yeah. So it, it's um, what you say, it's a bit interesting because I was just reading, actually, I will teach you to be rich uh, on my way here. And one passage, uh, he talks, uh, Ramit Sethi, there's a passage where, where we, he talks about debt. And actually he says, at some point, you will go from a hot emotional moment to a low um, how, how did he say that? Uh, to a cool, more like driven way of trying to solve your problem or get out of your situation. So it, it's kind of this uh, pattern I see uh, here again. So that's interesting. And uh, yeah, okay, but that, that's very cool. And uh, what I wanted to um, go 
uh, artist. So you've been developing habits, getting back into shape, starting the, uh, the website, the podcast. Uh, what are all sorts of activities are you doing relentlessly? <laughs> Do you have a day job actually? or So you have a day job and then you have all these activities. Anything else? So if I just sum it up for you to make it simple. You have your day job, you have your blog, curated, pot, uh, curated uh, blog, the financial uh, curated, curated uh, website, and the, the podcast. Anything else? Uh, I do consulting. Consulting. I, I do statistical consulting. How, how do you manage doctors. that? I mean, it's like five activities. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's time management is, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, I'm good at prioritizing my time. Mm -hmm. If I, and also, so over the years, um, uh, I've, I've looked to experiment with what makes me happy and yeah. then also what doesn't make me happy. So in, uh, actually earlier in the talk, Ramit Sethi was talking about how um, one of his quotes is, and I'm going to butcher this because I don't actually know the quote, but it's spend uh, spend a lot on the things you like and don't spend a lot on the things you don't like. Yeah, cut mercilessly. On the, and yeah. spend That's extravagantly or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. apply that to time. Things that I don't care about and that aren't going to bring me happiness and that aren't productive, I don't do. Yeah. Things that bring me happiness and that are productive, I, over time I've done that. So one example is watching TV. I don't, yeah. I don't watch TV. I don't have Netflix. I don't. I watch YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. But I, I'm the same here. I, I yeah. almost don't never watch TV anymore. So yeah, I don't go to movies. I mean, some people love that. Some people will spend all weekend and watch movies. And or we'll watch TV, and you know that's good for them. If they like it, then then okay. If you like movies, go ahead, watch them. But for, I've realized but I don't a, enjoy. It. Yeah, it's not what you. Yeah, it's not exciting. You know, I have a a, a, a kind of corollary to that. It's called. Uh, it's from Derek Sievers, quoted by Tim Ferriss. It's like if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. So it's like, yeah, do you want to go watch that movie? Yeah. If it's me, yeah, no. If it's like, yeah, do you want to watch uh, Star Wars? Let's say you're Star Wars fans. Yeah, I want to go. And if it's not that, yeah, I want to do it, then maybe you should not prioritize it or make time for it and focus on the things you you enjoy doing as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's kind of, uh, with all those things, I, I, it comes down to my purpose, which is that I love building things and I love helping others. So if I'm, I've tried to kind of get my time spent into... Um, fulfilling at least one of those, if not both. Yeah, I see that. Okay, excellent. And talking about personal finance, because that's what the blog is about. That's what we are here for. Uh, what are? Do you, could you share a few personal finance tips to to our uh, audience? What What would you recommend to do, or how to get started? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so it always comes back to the goals. Yeah, I, no, I've, I've uh, talked about that a lot. I've talked so about that first, a lot. Yeah, make a goal. Yeah, is, is goals is kind of what what do you want your lifestyle to look like? Where are you currently, and what what do you want to change about your situation? Because yeah. someone who is 23 and just got out of college and has a lot of student debt, yeah. that person will be in a completely different situation than someone who's 30, is married, maybe has a kid and has a house or maybe they're renting and they want a house mm -hmm. so it depends on the whoever is you know listening um so yeah I, i'd say it goes back to the goals number one number one goals. and then once and then number two is tracking 
tracking your expenses, your budget? Budgeting? Yes, yes. Yeah? So, so tracking expenses, expenses. You don't necessarily need a budget, but you need to know, this is really crucial, you need to know where your money is going each month. And yeah. I, I think it, it goes, this is one of my favorite quotes, what gets, measure, what gets measured gets managed. Peter Drucker. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with that one, um, so for example, Every single month, I download my transactions. I use Mint, which is a free software. Oh, yeah, it's in the U.S., so yeah. I don't know what's uh, in Europe. Actually, I use my own uh, old-school Excel sheets, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I've done it once, and I tweak it a little bit over time, but yeah, not everything. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mint, I know it's uh, connected to your bank well. account, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you, uh, yeah, that'd be another way is to just download your bank statements and then yeah. do that. So, yeah, I, and then I do actually drop it into Excel and then categorize everything that way. Yeah. Um, but then through that, then I have, over the last four years, I have every single, you know, buy line item, so buy category, mm -hmm. I have all my expenses. And I can see over time, I can see, okay, in June, I spent $350 on food in... in but but do, you do, do you do that every month or... Uh, yeah. And how long does it take you? Uh, like 30 minutes. Okay, so 30 minutes spent on this. Okay. Yeah, and and so then, so then, how you connect your your tracking with your goals is you kind of do it. You can kind of do it like a budget, but um, more just okay. What's your goal? Is are you trying to pay down, you know, an extra $500 a month of debt? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if you if you make 3,000 and you're spending 3,000. Then there's nothing left there's over no for There's no progress. Debt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then once you track, then you can look at that and be like, oh shoot, I spend a thousand on food. Yeah. And if you spend a thousand on food, what things could you do to change that to 500? Yeah. So that then you could then put that extra 500 to debt, or likewise, could you or move to into a different place? Yeah. Or you know, could you take the bus instead of driving? Or could you? Um, not you know just not take a vacation for a month or two i don't know these are just examples that are popping in my head but how do you widen the gap between your income and expenses once you have your once you have your expenses all um categorized then you can definitely do that okay excellent and what are you you're currently investing in uh, stock markets or real estate or uh... yeah uh, I, I love real estate I love the thought of it I house hacked love for, real estate <laughs> I, I house hacked for four years and yeah. it was uh, a really good good situation for me can you explain a bit what is house hacking yeah, maybe sure. the listeners uh, are not aware of what is house hacking yeah it's uh so hacking your house expenses by letting roommates come and live with you and then you're kind of the, the landlord but you're living in the house as well. Yeah. So I had three friends move in with me after college mm -hmm. and then oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And then they paid me rent. Um, so over four years I ended up once once I did all the math from sale proceeds, rental income and then subtracting out all of the expenses and mortgage, I, I made about 50,000 over Whoa. four years. So live for free but that's and, huge. and make like 10,000 a year. Yeah, that's excellent. So like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've put my apartment uh, on Airbnb. Yeah, uh, in the that's another way of house hacking. Yep. Yeah, so it, it's all those kind of hacks to try to uh, lower your, your monthly costs or, uh, yeah. Okay, that, that's excellent. And any other, so you said the house hacking, any other venues of investing? Yeah, I mean, outside the kind of the blog and, and business uh, ventures, um, uh, I do have like my retirement with with work. Yeah. Um, and I'm in stocks and bonds there. General stocks and bonds there. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then personally with my taxable accounts, uh, I'm interested in crypto. I have some crypto, I have precious metals. Oh, precious metals as well. Yeah, that's, okay. another, that's another piece where, I don't know, so this is probably a, a completely, uh, I could talk about this for another 30 minutes, which we <laughs> probably won't get into, but my whole thought is I want to get rich at a very young age. And I want to, so, and get so, how do you, quick. so how do you do that? You need to take a ton of risk. Yeah. But at the same time, I think you can take risks smartly if you put your money in the right stuff. So the way I think about it is the concept of asymmetric risk, where how can I buy assets that are good, but at, that are low priced and good and potentially could have a hockey stick like return graph. Yeah. So crypto is an example of that. Could, could Bitcoin, it's very volatile, could Bitcoin yeah, go very from 10,000 to yeah. 100,000? I have yeah. no idea, but yeah. could it? And am I willing to, am I, you know, to your point, am I willing to then, you know, gut out from 10,000 to 3,000? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of the bet. It's like, okay, you know, it's it's kind of the um, a statistics problem at that point. Like, is it, if depending on the probabilities, which you don't know the probabilities, but if I gave you the opportunity to flip a coin mm -hmm. for $10, flip a coin. If it's heads, yeah. I'll give you 100. If it's tails, zero. For $10. For $10. Yeah, but the risk reward is uh, is high. So, I mean, $10, I would do it. Yeah. Because, you're, you're because it's $10. Yeah. My risk reward is about, uh, what is it, like nine? Your, ex like your expected value yeah. is 50. So, like, you should always take that bet. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean that's that's kind of the thought process is, you know, maybe maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but you know, who knows? I'm yeah, gonna try it, and if if I have to keep working at my day job, then cool. But if not, oh well. <laughs> and okay, crypto is one venue. I mean, I, I'm familiar with it, um, and I I'm also I also own a crypto. We talked about it off air, um, but it's a small portion of my portfolio, so um, of uh, investment. Uh, because of the risk and the volatility, so I'm willing to place a bet, but um, I'm careful as well. Um, so you said, so retirement, crypto, any other crazy, how, how to get rich quick? <laughs> no, I think it's just... I mean, it's not what yeah. I promote on the channel, but... Uh, oh, no, no, no. And, and it's not... It's, I'm, I'm more like, yeah, like long-term investing, yeah. solid, reasonable, yeah. even boring sometimes. And, and really, but it's... as well have the presenting what is crypto presenting what is investing in legos or yeah. other venues yeah and, and really it's it's more a thought on you're still going to need to have a good amount of money in in an account to even generate the returns that or to, to generate the kind of dollars that or you know whatever currency you're in yeah i keep saying dollars so pardon that but no worries um you know to a hundred percent on ten thousand yeah. that's only ten thousand whereas 7% on a million is 70. 70, 70, 70 so 000, like, yeah. I think the, the main focus should go back to goals and tracking. And then I'd add a third step to personal finances, trying to, I, I did say this, but trying to increase the gap between your income and yeah, expenses. It's, uh, it's so making more gap. money, yeah. making, exactly. making, providing value, um, communication is something that is really important there. And there's one thing that's one concept that is often forgotten with personal finance and, and money mm -hmm. is you can cut as much as you want, but at, uh, up to a point, you cannot cut anymore. So actually, I, I said it that a bit wrongly, but I meant you can cut yeah, your cost up to a point, but there's no limit to how much you can make. It's, uh, yeah, your income potential is infinite. That's it. Your time is limited, your time is finite, and your income potential is infinite. So there's many 
venues, thanks to investing, developing a side business. Yeah. And often it's forgotten, so I just want to re, re say it on, the, on this yeah. uh, and, episode. Yeah. And I also think the get rich quick or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I say get rich fast, but but it's like, I mean, you still have to have a solid savings base. And then you, it's also it goes back to the goals and your risk tolerance, because my, my way is definitely not for everyone, because, you know, some people have kids, some people don't want to see their account go down yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I think before Who knows? I mean, the get rich quick or the... You know, the sexy investment like crypto or whatever, crowdfunding, whatever, investing in a startup business, which could return exponentially, go through the roof. I like it. You know, it can, it's opportunities. Uh, but in my opinion, we should have a good, solid foundation. And for example, for me, in my opinion, it's, it's good to have your emergency fund, your um, maybe investing in stocks or something that returns uh, more still risky but more safely or that is more uh, uh, that will gives you more peace of mind that you have something growing in the background like the stocks what at seven percent growth annually or something mm -hmm. it doesn't matter but just something that grows solidly or real estate which is more tangible i mean that's for me i'm a get rich slow guy but as well i like to play a bit with crypto with uh, investing in crowdfunding just testing out platforms uh, yeah Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, at least for me, I, I think speculating with 10%, I'm comfortable with, actually I'm comfortable with a lot of percent, but uh, I don't see anything wrong with, yeah, once you have your emergency fund, yeah. once you have yeah, the your, finan yeah. Yeah, your financial foundation in place, then, you know, th that's that's kind of the, maybe the get rich fast way is <laughs> first get an emergency fund, first get yeah. your foundation, and then maybe you can start researching these fringe things and maybe try and you know hit a home run with yeah, 10% and today earlier on I talked well. with the yeah. Masterworks they uh, offer a platform to invest uh, it's a let's say a, how can I say that's a real it's like real estate crowdfunding but it's art so you you invest in a piece of a, of a Van Gogh or a Andy Warhol so there's there's so many ways to invest and to create money there's people investing in wine but for any of those you need to make your research and then uh, see if it's worth worth it for you to if you can bear the risk mm -hmm. okay that's excellent so eric uh, i think we're gonna wrap up okay uh, thank you for being on the show and uh, if people want to know uh, more about you uh, where can they find you actually yeah so my site the mastermindwithin.com would be the best spot to to take a look at what i got going on so yeah. I'm, I'm, you can read my message um also the mastermind within podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, all the other ones. Excellent. <laughs> and, Excellent then, yeah. and then, yeah, I, I'd really like it if you check out my new personal finance blog site, which is called personalfinanceblogs.com. Am I referred on it? You are on there. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Then you can go check. It's safe. It's yeah, good. <laughs> it's good, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely uh, recommend that. And um, Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun, and I hope that you're... Yeah, it's the first time, actually, I did this uh, live or, like... Yeah in person so it's a good experience for me as well so i hope you enjoyed i hope you get something from it and i'll speak to you next time see ya i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did doing this in person so here are my uh, quick takeaways uh, from this episode so first one is yeah since the blog is about the mastermind within and takes a holistic approach is to have a broad uh, vision of your goals so not only focusing on one area in particular as well, then the second takeaway would be to um, prioritize your time and manage your time in the sense that you will prioritize the activities that will bring you happiness 
um, cut the rest, applying Ramit Sethi's money quote, but to time. His quote was, spend extravagantly on the things you love and cut costs mercilessly on the things you don't. And then the third takeaway, uh, talking about personal finance, start with your goals once again, start with your goals and define your personal finance um, habits or expenses based on your goals. And ideally, you should look at uh, widening the gap between your income and your expenses. So that was it for today. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcast. And of course, please do not hesitate to contact me. If you have any questions or feedback, send me an email, john at johnnytalks.com or connect through social media at johnnytalks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And amigos, once more, thanks so much for listening and I'll speak to you next time.